0: Hi, you're listening to the Yoga Business Wisdom Podcast number 15. Welcome to the Yoga Business Wisdom Podcast, offering you time-proven tips and tools to build a prosperous yoga business. Now your host, Lynanne anne Today's interview is with Mara Barclay. Mara is a violence prevention and empowerment consultant who specializes in using the science of intuition and compassion to help her clients transform fear into confidence and staying in their power. Her background includes being a professional firefighter and a title-winning bodybuilder, and she's also a martial artist, and for many years, a yoga instructor and yoga tune-up teacher-trainer. She founded Unbreakable Woman in 2004, and in 2013, she published her book, Unbreakable Woman, Compassionate Self-Defense and Empowerment. It is a compilation of her life's experience of really seeking empowerment through intuitive intelligence and compassion. On the strength of her book, she was invited to help develop and implement a harassment and sexual assault prevention program for the U.S. military, as well as consult with Fortune 500 companies across the nation. She consults and teaches the art of compassionate empowerment. Today we talk to her about using intuition in your yoga business. The one thing that I loved is you have these on your website, these three statements and, that you teach, and I loved all of them. And one of them was confidence through self-awareness and empowerment through compassion, which is what the one we were just talking, and safety through intuition. And, and what I found when I'm working with yoga teachers is they apply, you know, you just now, you were segueing what we were just talking to, to applying it to a relevant thing of like a forward bend and have that compassion there. So how can you have a, you know, to also have a compassion for somebody who doesn't understand about this current you know, me too movement that we have. Um, and I'm saying that even in the other direction is taking those teachings and, and really being confident in your business. You know, I have found with coaching, uh, uh, hundreds of yoga teachers that they're great teachers. And then there's this, this, there's this lack of confidence in their business of yoga. And I'm like, you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you need to step it up. And I'm like, take all those things and just apply them to your business. And that's sort of where, I wanted to talk to you two about these tools of confidence, of power, empowerment, and intuition, of using that into making decisions in your business or standing up for asking, um, asking for what you want, just like you would in a relationship with a person. You would ask that in a relationship, in a business. Um, a lot of people get um, waylaid with business negotiations or contracts. So, so I just wanted to like, kind of bring in those three things that you do teach and how they would in any like these you said these tips and tools of how they could use that in their yoga business as you know taking that their yoga teachings and those three things that you're teaching into their business uh, decision making and, and yoga business
1: itself yeah so I think one of the primary issues that that yogis have when it comes to business is uh Obviously, we're all drawn to yoga for a reason. I've never met a single yogi who's like, I am just here for the money.
0: I mean, <laughs> no, no.
1: Yes, I'm sure everyone's having a good belly laugh over that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, people are drawn to yoga because they have a servant's heart. They are heart centered, heart led individuals. And yoga is such. A personal journey for everyone. It's very difficult to compartmentalize how precious and maybe let sacred is a better word. How sacred this the path and the journey is to becoming a leader within the the well the journey of yoga. So when I say leader, I mean teacher, because you're leading people and you're leading people into their discomfort and you're leading people into their transformation. So the kind of people who are really good at that are people who have a natural confidence about it. And confidence through self-awareness is all about knowing who you are, right? Um, Remind me, it's a uh, it's been a long time since I've said any of the yamas or niyama, niyamas, but self knowledge—it's not Ishvara Pranidana. What is that? Can you remind me? I can't remember what it oh, is. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. So it's one of the—it's I think it's one of the niyamas. It's—it's its, it's, it's self knowledge, right? This is one of the precepts. If you are fully aligned with who you are, you're being authentic. Confidence is is not usually a problem. Um, it's people who are afraid that they, their students won't like what they do, hmm. right? So I remember I went through this like, oh gosh, I hope they like my class, but I've always been teaching something weird. I don't just teach Hatha, you know, I've been teaching yoga tune-up and people who come in for that yummy spiritual experience mm-hmm. are going to get a lot of information about their subscapularis and their quadratus lumborum for me. And I'm like, I'm afraid they're going to get more Latin than Sanskrit, and they're going to walk out. So I had to have a lot of uh, ease in my awareness of self. I, I that is that was a big piece of, of confidence for me. Mm-hmm. And as far as the biggest piece of advice I would give to transformational leaders, i.e., yoga instructors, is have faith and trust that if you are teaching from your authentic core, your students will find you. Right. Because we all have our students. You, you coach, you know, right. not everybody is a good student for you. Not all, not all people are gonna learn from me. Everybody has a way in to their heart. Your message might be perfect. Your message might not be perfect. Uh, and the compassion piece is, is for yourself as well as others let them not like you or let them think you are not the best fit. That is really important. Mm -hmm. Let them be offended by you. That's really powerful. That means you have committed. Right. You you have conviction in something. If you've offended somebody, Uh, obviously you don't want to be offensive. Right. (laughs) Let's be clear about that. But, you know, I joke around. I'm extremely irreverent in my classes. And for some people, they're like, the sacred yoga space is important to me. I don't want to be laughing. I want to be, be present. I'm like, I am not the right person for you because I'm going to joke around because you're going to be in a lot of pain. Not pain. You're going to be in a lot of discomfort. We got to joke. Right. So that's part, of, that's part of how I do it. And when I'm helping transformational leaders find their authentic, unique voice, They have to understand their authentic, unique self first. And the second they figure it out, it's like the light bulb goes off and the moths see it and here they come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So that's about, that's, that's what I mean by confidence through uh, self-awareness and um, the compassion piece, as far as it relates to the business of yoga, I think it's really a compassion is one of the most powerful Tools we have available to us to make our teaching land to help our students uh, forgive themselves for their humanity because we don't get a lot of that messaging in, in our culture. And we are fighting our humanity at every turn and all of the things that go with it because it's sloppy. And It has a belly and hair in the wrong places, and it's not tall enough and it's Or you know too much hair in the wrong places so Mm -hmm. our humanity is is burgeoning constantly trying to outgrow the box that Advertisers are trying to put us in to create a need so that it will buy their crap Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and people need for to be ushered into their compassion for themselves and the only way that you're going to be able to do that authentically is if you can usher yourself into your own compassion. And the way this relates to business, Linan, is once you have done these things, you've done this personal work, people are gonna wanna learn from you. They're gonna come to your workshops. They're gonna wanna study one-on-one with you. They're gonna wanna recommend you for their retreats, or they're gonna wanna partner with you. People value authenticity. It's very powerful because the second you are authentic, you give everybody else permission to be themselves. And they're just so relieved in your presence. You create this bubble of awesomeness. And that's good for business. And so for people who are struggling with this, how do I charge more? They're having like aching in their second chakra, right? <laughs> the self-esteem. Seriously, they're like, oh, it hurts. Right. Uh, how do I charge? That's how you charge. Well, let's... You know, for coaching, you know, for people like you, ongoing education, uh, specialization within the yoga field, uh, the 500 level teacher trainings, working with people like me, uh, you know, uh, transformational leadership skills, intuitive leadership skills. Those were things that I teach to individuals. Those things help people become better leaders. Those things cost money. So they need to be able to charge people so that they can pay for their own journey, their own personal growth. And it's like, the more I invest in my education, the more I'm worth. It's because I've specialized. I have this new skill. I have this new awareness. And I'm going to pass that along to you. It's very valuable. So you need, you need to have an exchange with me. You give me X amount of dollars, I'm going to give you X amount of value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, and and also, I, I think it's really not, noteworthy that, <laughs> uh, that that people need help, and I think this is where someone like you comes in. They need help with those conversations. Yeah, they, they know in their heart that they're valuable, but they don't know how to they don't know how to broach, they don't know how to ask, and they don't know how to commit, and also how to have compassion when someone's like, no, I want your value, but I want to pay what I want to pay. Right. I'll, and I'm not, your, I'm not your teacher. I'm
0: not, yeah. It's a, there's one thing that I've said that seems to resonate with, um, so yoga teachers, as you've said, are givers. You know, you, I like you say they're heart-centered, you know, they're, they're, they're givers. And I said, you give, and you, that's your gift. You, you give, and I said, but if you don't receive, you've just broken the cycle because there has to be a, a receiver for the giver. And I said, so you've now robbed that other person the ability to participate in that cycle of giving because there needs to be a receiver. And all of a sudden, they kind of look at me and there's a little light bulb comes up because now all of a sudden, I said, your gift is actually to receive. (laughs) If you you want to keep being a giver, then receive. And so it's like, but also I do, I, I talk about having that sense of value of yourself. But money has a lot of charge and that's actually you know, a whole nother discussion that we talk about, because it's just laden with so many emotions that you want to unpack. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, you know, the another word that you use is intuition. And I love, um, I have to say, as, as someone who does manage and coach and promote yoga teachers, we, you know, I work a lot on authentic marketing. And so I use it that way. And I say, my job, you know, you know, who you are, my job is to communicate that in an authentic way. In in marketing materials. So it's finding the right words and the right vision, you know, the right logos and the right photos and all that sort of thing. Because all we want to do is be authentic. If you put that out there, as you said, you know, your tribe will find you. Because I believe everybody, so many people are out there looking for their teacher. But one thing about intuition that has been sort of something I think that's fortuitous when I work with people is, is when they say, even down to the decision of, which which brand to use? You know, like they've come up with two names and they don't know which one. Let's say, or they come up with. I, I literally say go and go to your mat. You know, I feel fortuitous that they have a way to go to connect to their inner wisdom or their intuition. And then I say, I, I don't I can tell you the advice all I have, but it's not my brand. It's yours. So go to your mat and and step into that. And so I was just wondering if you ever. Sp- um, speak about yet, yeah, you know, really how to connect to intuition and how to use that intuition in your life in decision-making. And in this particular instant in business decision-making.
1: Yeah. So there's, there's two aspects of that. There's two different kinds of intuition. And one of them informs uh, our safety. I call it a uh, primal fear. This is when your amygdala and your limbic brain, which is a very unevolved part of your your brain, basically the gateway between your evolved brain and your your reptilian brain, uh, when that when that part of you signals that there's a dangerous person in your environment, that's very clear. It's responding to something directly, whether or not you can see it. It's responding to something uh, directly that it senses. And then there's the gut instinct with regard to Uh, the decisions you're talking about and, and intuition can definitely inform business decisions, but I I want, I want to uh, bring in uh, some clarity around that when it comes to using intuition to guide business decisions, generally speaking, those types of intuitive uh, seeking that kind of intuitive guidance can be a, a problem because under those circumstances where it's not survival, we may unconsciously be bringing in biases that we are unaware of. Mm -hmm. Social conditioning, right? You get where I'm going with this. And we might be responding to a bias versus, you know, that's where that gut instinct comes from. It's kind of a trained response from a previous experience. So there's two quick points I want to make about what you're asking. Number one, When it comes to using your intuition to help inform a business decision, instead of using intuition as a decision point, which you would for personal safety, you use it as a data point and then go about the business and having a coach like (laughs) Linan can be very helpful for this because it's what you're trying to do is either disprove or prove that that data point. And then, so it's like, well, I thought this was a good idea, but now that, now that I researched this and I talk to you and I'm getting feedback and I'm seeing what else is out there, this would not have been the right move versus, all right, I've, I've talked to you, I've got, done the research, I see what's out there, and it is proving that this my original idea was a good one. So for business, intuition needs to be a data point versus a decision point. That said, when it's something like, Naming something like a brand name that you brought up, I would, I would, I would encourage them to go to the mat like they would with their sankalpa. You know, when you're crafting a sankalpa, the words you use are everything. Mm-hmm. They have to resonate in your bones. They have to shake you. They have to evoke an emotion. Or it's not. There's no power in your sankalpa. The more It resonates in your molecules the deeper the impact of that Sankalpa work. So I would say, you know, working with clientele when you're doing things around your business like coming up with names and ideas, I would encourage them to seek the same kind of resonance Mm -hmm. with that that they would a Sankalpa because it's an extension of where they want to go. They're using it to get where they wanna go, to manifest abundance and peace and change and transformation. It's exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Could their brand name also be like a Sankalpa? Like, come on, kablam, done. (laughs) Go to the mat and think about it in terms of that. Um, in, In addition to getting your intuitive hit, I would also look for resonance because yogis are awesome at knowing what resonates Mm -hmm. they're good. They're good. I mean, the yogis are empaths that's, that's one Mm -hmm. of their special gifts. Well, I want to
0: break that down just one more place, because I think that the way I describe, or I say, when you go to the mat and listen to your intuition is that second piece that you said about how does it resonate and does it feel good? Um, so that's, I, maybe I'm using the words differently because what you just said is, is the, what I'm what, what I'm trying to explain, and I'll probably explain it better now that I've heard you explain it, um, to go to the mat and listen, listen to that inner voice of what feels right um, about these sort of business decisions and being confident in that even though you have all this monkey mind of all these other things. And I, I do find my, my brother at one point says, I think you're a business therapist because I was telling him how that it, 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 and it literally it's 100% of all the teachers and transformational people that I've worked with over time I find their thing it's the thing that is their thing it's whatever it is that is their fear their wall their edge their um, trigger and when we talk uh, you know we find it it's going to come up in business too and so it's sort of like as I'm coaching them when you said that you know you sit down and you hear all this other stuff or it can be informed onto your intuition I think part of my job too is to like pick that apart to just say okay that that, oh yeah, that's my mom talking, you know, or, oh yeah, I learned that culturally here to really get down to what you, what, what I was saying is intuition. And what you were saying is the second part of that is, is getting that feeling of what resonates with what you say. So I like that you, you know, there's a different approach of, of really getting down to that piece of what feels best as opposed to what thinks best. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. You got to feel it. And they, and you, and you do, you know, I, I've even gone to work with people and we've come, I've come up with a, uh, and I, when I work, coach with people, I Skype and I see them and you come up with a line of even a tagline or a, a, a word or a, a sort of a, all of a sudden they're the, you know, Yogi misfit, for example. And I mean, the guy was like thrilled because all of a sudden in two words, he felt like it succinctly, um, put together what he was feeling that he is. And in other times, I've seen people actually, Yeah, you know, it's almost like they tear up because it's, I feel like in those words or those things, finally, they're seen. And, and words are powerful. They're really, really powerful as far as, you know, being seen and defining who you are and what you do.
1: Yes. And there's every opportunity to have the words, like if, if they're not describing correctly, Uh, And sometimes it's not in the title, sometimes it's in the tag or it's a combination of the two. If it's not in there, I I would say keep digging. Like yoga misfit makes complete sense. I know who that person is. Mm -hmm. I totally, I want to learn from him or her. Happens to be a him in this case, but I'm like, yeah, I want to hear what the misfit has to say about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell it's going to be different and I like different. And it also, so it immediately funnels your people to you. Like that's what I'm trying to say. The second that you feel and decide on those types of uh, those types of uh, business choices. You light the lamp and you hold it up high so that your people can find you, yeah. and they will. Yeah, so that good, good on you for helping him get to that. And, yeah. and by the way, like getting to primal power, uh, that was a journey. That's that's my program for individuals.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, and, perfect segue. I wanted to go there. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, <You're> the perfect. segue. <laughs> Yes, the primal power. Yes, you tell us a little bit about that.
1: Primal power was a program that I created primarily for individuals to give them access to the enterprise level teaching that I've been doing at Fortune 500 100 companies and US military. I I I've had a lot of an enormous amount, a very humbling amount of positive feedback around my content and how it's different and accessible and it, I get a lot of women who, after my talks who will come up to me and say, I wished I'd had this two years ago or when I was in college on spring break. And then they would lay down the most horrific experience. Mm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Uh, not ridiculous. I mean, it's sad and awful. And, and to think that just knowing, just having a handful of skills or awareness could have changed that. I have to have an online program. So I built Primal Power. I just did the pilot program. I I wrapped the pilot program, which was a four-week program uh, last week. And uh, I'm getting the feedback now from all the participants, two of whom were yogis, by the way, and one of whom has taken uh, my Yoga Tune-Up teacher training. So I've got a lot of really informed, heart-centered, body-aware, mind-body-aware people in the program and that program, once it is ready, will be an access point for individuals who want to get that a very high end uh, training. And I've reduced the price point to make it accessible. I want to lower the barrier to entry. I mean, obviously, I, I need it's um, there's production costs, and so I basically just need to pay. I need to pay, pay for the room, as we say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've kept it as, as low as I possibly can and still pay for the, the, the platform itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's an opportunity for individuals, uh, transformational leaders, like people in the yoga space, women who are concerned about the personal power, and women who need to be empowered in, uh, in business. It, it covers, well, it's primal power. It's everything that is in your body already and teaches you how to consciously cultivate it into mastery. And the thing that I was most excited about, cause I'm, I'm constantly creating, it's, my, it's where my happy place is. I got to create real, what I'm calling real world exercises, where I'll teach you, I, I taught my, my people, my first cohort, like, there's, I teach them the, the power of observation, and I literally send them out into public. And this is all done in a safe way. I'm like, okay, if you don't feel safe, you have to stop. But right. I teach basically how to spy on people. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, in a very respectful, well bounded way. I'm like, don't stare, but glean as much observation. I'm teaching people how to observe. And part of it's for personal safety, but boy, does it serve you in a business setting, and boy, does it serve you in a negotiation. And it's also what you pick up from the way people are talking. So not just looking at how they carry themselves and all the, you know, the clothes that they wear, how they adorn themselves, do they have a physical issue, you know, all of these things. How do they relate to their space? How do they relate to the other people? How are they talking? Everything. It's, it's the whole package of uh, of, of observational mastery and, and how to apply it to keep yourself safe and in your and in your authentic voice, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of this stuff I learned by teaching thousands and thousands of hours of yoga teacher training, well yoga and yoga teacher training about how you walk into a room. what's going on? are you do you have a conscious thought? Are you projecting your power? Are you aware of your posture what, what's what's going on around you? what's going on behind you like is is all this stuff happening consciously for you? Or are you just stepping into the space and hoping for the best like that's fine, but there's a different way to do it. That's going to result in guaranteed changes, guaranteed results if you do it consistently. What you know is getting people conscious and getting people more deeply into their awareness. And people don't know what they don't know, and that's why there's people like us. Yeah,
0: that's right. I do say consciousness is on a spectrum. You know, some people are not. Not as conscious, yes, yeah. And it's it's great, and it is. I think your point is good, too, is it's really good to have, it's not always easy to do on your own, and it's really good to have some guidance and some programs and some step-by-step. So you have this new program called The Primal Power. You know, as soon as I read it, I figured it out. I mean, that was like, okay, I, I, you know, it's just a really good solid name for a program speaking of brands and then you know researching more about you of course I have to say that um, as a backstory um, I actually went you know went to your classes your tune-up classes when you were teaching them when I lived in another part in West Seattle and Um, you, you were so funny. I just have to say this when you said, well, they're coming in for the spiritual part. I remember I went in there and it was like such an anatomy course. I mean, you were like, (laughs) yeah, and I was like, and I always, I was like these little balls and I was on that uncomfortable place and I had back things and hip things and you just taught all these. And I was like, and you would, you, you taught all these things, but you not only taught them, but you taught them in a progression, which was so efficient and powerful that I, it was one of those, I walked out, I go, I only have an hour. I want to get the best hour. I don't need to be jumping all over the place. Like I just, and you would just focus on something and and you did while we're sitting there, you know, drilling these balls into our butts, You, you were like cracking jokes. And I'm like, I'm at some point going, okay, I know you're just trying to get by the time because man, I do one more round of these and I'm just like, Whoa. And, um, and also what was really great. And I think it's another thing about authenticity is if you were in pain, you sometimes, one time you hit something and you, you hit something on you and you were like, whoa, no, it was really funny because you were doing it with us. You know, you were also instructing us and I, I, I thought, well, that's real. You know, <laughs> like, you were just like, okay, that just hit me in the wrong place or the right place, but the wrong place, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was really fun. Um, so yeah, when you said primal power, I thought that was great. Well, is there anything, any, um, we we can tie it up now. Is there any, I think we've, oh man, lots and lots of great things. The three things I wanted to say was what you said is confidence through self-awareness, empowerment through compassion and safety through intuition. And I love what we talked about using intuition in our business and, and really differentiating what that means and how to go to your mat and using that and for the, you know, which kind of decisions. And is there anything else that you wanted to um, kind of sum up in any way that you wanted that we didn't cover? I,
1: th- I think the most one of the most valuable takeaways I ever got from uh, any of the trainings that that I that I did in my 20 years in the, the mind body space was uh, my when somebody helped me understand my unique offering. Mm. And, and, and again, sometimes you need a coach to, uh, to unpack it for you because you're still in your limiting beliefs, uh, or you, you are hiding underneath something and you might not even be aware that you're hiding. So it took some very powerful teachers to help me finally let go of, of my fear that people weren't going to like me. And as soon as I came to my class, with this is what's happening today. Instead of, I hope you like what's happening today. Mm. Everything changed, mm-hmm. everything changed. And I just trusted and had faith that my students, if I was a good, safe teacher, with, that was my primary objective is be, you know, do no harm mm-hmm. and then let her rip. <laughs> Seriously, like do no harm, be responsible, learn your anatomy, you're a movement teacher, it's, in, it's absolutely 100% your responsibility to understand the bodies that you are instructing. And after that, let it rip. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most powerful things that I learned, and it changed my life and how I taught, and still informs me to this day when I stand in front of 300 Marines and have to talk to them about harassment prevention. That's a cold room, I can tell you. But... <laughs> I'm letting her rip. I know that I'm not going to do any harm because I'm, I'm well-researched and uh, I've, I've done the work. And then I just teach. I think that is one of the most important pieces that, that I hope people take away. And that it's really important to continue your path with coaches. So you know, study with you. If, if primal power sounds like something you're interested in, go to my website and opt in to my Primal Power Blueprint and, you know, get on my list so that the next time I offer the, the teaching, uh, you'll know about it. I don't mm-hmm. email people randomly. I just, like, when something's happening, I'll let them know. Mm-hmm. But opt in. Come to the Unbreakable Tribe on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're in there. It's this amazing space of, of women just supporting each other and, and inspiring each other. Uh, it's fantastic. Get yourself around people who are helping you and keep investing in your personal growth because 10 years from now, you're going to look back on your classes and go, Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're right. <laughs> I look back
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to find out more information, it's unbreakablewoman.com is her website. And the, the program she's talking about is called Primal Power. Um, thank you so much. Today, for joining me, I really, it's we, we've covered a lot, and I really, really appreciate everything that you've brought
1: to us and our, our listeners. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I, what you do is really valuable, and I want to support you helping yogis in any way I can. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to the Yoga Business Wisdom
1: Podcast with Lynn Ann Polite.